Hello, hello. I'm Jackie and welcome. Welcome back for another episode of A Quiet Divorce. So this week, ladies, we are going to chat about quietly quitting. Have you ever heard that term before? And if you have, what does this new phrase even mean? I thought. And I feel like with most things, this type of behavior or tactic or maneuver has actually been around for quite a while, but we are just finally putting a label on it. So here it is. Quietly quitting is basically doing the bare minimum and putting in no more time than is absolutely necessary. Lack of effort, enthusiasm, and simply just going through the motions. And this is very common in the workplace, actually, where a person just consciously chooses to give very little to their job, and but they choose to stay because maybe they need their job, they don't want to look for another one, they just want to collect a paycheck, but they're really no longer into the job as they were before. And of course, like I said, this type of maneuver is not only common in the workplace, but also very common in relationships, dating, marriage, all of it. And it might not have always been labeled as such, but still used by many people in relationships and marriages alike. Have you ever had that guy, maybe let's just go back to dating, where he was never really in it, but yet he stuck around, didn't want to break up, spent very little time, seemed like he didn't want to put in any effort, and yet he was still around just enough to keep you around. That's the first thing I thought of. I never really thought of it in marriages because two people are basically committed, but you can also quietly quit your marriage as well. But why would a person choose to do this in a marriage? You know, sometimes it's easier to check out of a relationship or marriage and simply do the bare minimum just to keep the marriage going. As long as the other person is willing to accept it, why not, right? The other person thinks. And so many times men and women choose to stay and they're simply willing to be satisfied with less better than being single, right? Or sometimes we hang on to the hope that maybe it will change. It will get better. Maybe they will start to care more. We're afraid to let go of what maybe might have been, maybe what could have been. But unfortunately, it doesn't usually go that way. So have you ever quietly quit your relationship, ladies? Or felt your partner quietly quit on you. You know, when I look back in my marriage and how things started to shift after we had our second child, I noticed that the focus was no longer on our relationship anymore, but it was all about being parents. And that's kind of a natural process, but we really have to check and balance ourselves to make sure we don't go too far on either end. We're not too focused on just being parents or not too focused on just being married. There has to be a balance. And I think we all fall into that trap more often than not, and we excuse the change as common, normal. Marriages just kind of go through a patch, right? 
and we excuse that change. And sometimes we just let other things get in the way. And of course, it's different now. And it doesn't have to mean the same thing anymore. A bad change or sometimes just doing less or feeling less. It doesn't have to be that way. Having a child with someone is the most connected way two people can actually get closer. But closeness sometimes isn't always the result of this sort of commitment. Sometimes it actually drives people further apart. For me personally, I started to notice that we had less to say, less time spent together, and just willing to do less together. Giving one another just the bare minimum, maybe hello a few minutes each day, just ask each other about our day, and then we go about our every day as usual. We're both at fault for that. And the scary part of this type of dip in a marriage is it's hard to get it back once you let it go. Time is not your friend. Time just ends up going by and before you know it, you would have been so far past kind of going back that it's hard. You know, I have many single friends and married friends alike that have experienced quietly quitting with their relationships and sometimes it's the women equal to the men that choose to quietly quit their relationships. Now I'm going to share a story about a particular friend, not really friends anymore, but someone I knew and how her marriage is the exact example of this type of practice. There is this one person that I know and she and her husband have been married for over a decade with two grown kids. And after my divorce, I really started to notice her relationship more and how she would treat her husband. And it's so hard and sad to watch how they interact. She definitely does below the minimum. She belittles him, talks badly about him in front of the kids, and I think she really wanted to just, you know, in hopes that he would end the marriage first which is such a terrible thing to do to anybody that you love or once loved. And at the end of the day, the people that are most affected are the kids. They will forever remember how she treated their dad. And it's unfortunate how so many people can't see past what they want and do it a better way. So as she quietly quits her marriage, we as a family or friends have to quietly watch in silence. But to each their own is all I can really say. So today we are joined by Abby of Divorce Coach Philly. And she is here today to talk about her experience and advice about quietly quitting. And here she is. So I want to talk about quietly quitting in divorce. And what that means is you take a step back quietly. You don't make a big fuss. You don't have to announce to your ex that you're not going to be doing X, Y, and Z. You just quietly and slowly start to stop 
some of the habits and happenings that would occur while you were married. So for instance, you can stop doing things for your ex. You don't have to remind them about teachers meetings anymore. You don't need to send them a text with a heads up about a doctor's appointment. You don't need to do those things anymore. You're not in a relationship with your ex anymore. You're not their assistant. You don't work for them. And you can quietly quit bearing the load of being their calendar and their reminder. It's not your job anymore. You don't have to do that. So you can quietly just stop doing that. Also, another way to quietly quit your ex is to put some distance between your communication. You do not need to respond to everything. That is a full stop. Only respond to things that are actually necessary. So if they engage with you um, on social issues or really anything to do other than your children, you don't have to engage. You can feel free to completely ignore their texts and their emails that have nothing to do with your kids. And when things do have to do with your kids and it is relevant and require communication, then communicate. But you don't have to do it unless obviously if it is an emergency, then you should respond immediately. But if it's not an emergency, you don't have to feel that pull to quickly text back. You can wait a couple hours, you can wait a day or two. Um, don't be annoying and just leave it hanging if your ex is waiting for an answer on something, but you really don't have to engage in anything that doesn't have to do with your children and you don't have to engage immediately. And then I'd say lastly, a really nice way to quietly quit your ex and something that's really, really liberating is stop making excuses for them. If your ex forgets to come to events, if they are late to a soccer game, um, a school concert, if they completely just forget that you had an appointment you know, with your children, maybe at, at a doctor or um, a, some kind of a professional appointment, if they don't show up, if they're late, if they're a jerk, if, 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 you don't have to make excuses for them anymore. You don't have to be embarrassed. You're no longer tied to that person for a reason. And you no longer have to bear the embarrassment and shame that you used to when they would show up late or be a jerk or whatever it is that they would do. So it's really hard. I know this one is tricky because we want to apologize for those people that we are more or less tied to. But once your ex says you are no longer responsible for that and it takes a little practice but stop making excuses for your ex only worry about yourself and stand by what you do and take accountability for yourself but you don't need to bear the burden of doing that for your ex hello and welcome back such wonderful insights into what is seemingly such a common type of practice nowadays Thank you so, so much, Abby, for being here. And you can find Abby on Instagram at Divorce Coach Philly. But you know what, ladies? No matter how you choose to handle your relationships, whether you are quietly quitting or someone is quitting on you, make the decision to do the right thing for yourself and all parties involved. You don't have to do the bare minimum or accept that in return. 
know that you're worth more, much, much more than what someone chooses to give you. You decide if enough is enough. And for those giving the bare minimum, well, be fair and honor what you once had by being honest with yourself and the other person. Do more than the minimum. On that note, we will continue next Friday for a new episode, and we're going to dive into consciously divorced and what are the benefits. More about this next Friday. So until next week, bye for now.